Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. When you wish upon a cookie, magical things happen. Wish Upon a Cookie is a New Jersey-based custom cookie company started by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical cookie dreams into a reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Wish Upon a Cookie's creations are extensions of your inspiration. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a cookie. Visit them online today at wishuponacookie.com and on Instagram, wishuponacookie201. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude podcast means nobody gets left behind. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor... It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to a spooktacular episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your ghost host tonight, Annie, and with me... From all the way from Scotland is Stephen Maxwell. Stephen, I'm surrounded by idiots. Stephen, is, is Halloween like a thing in Scotland or not really? Uh, well, this year it's going to be a bit of a washout, but I think it's going to be a washout right the way throughout the world. So, uh, yeah, I mean it's getting there. I mean it's always been sort of big in Scotland, big in the UK, but not as big as it is in America. We're sort of taking on a, a few of you are sort of idiosyncrasies uh, with trick-or-treat over the last two years. Yeah, so 
it is getting bigger. Uh, I think the market, you know, especially marketing of Halloween and the amount of money it's going into it is ramping up quite a lot. Uh, yeah, but it's sure. definitely not as big as it is in America. For sure. Interesting. I just wondered because I thought, you know, it's possible you'd be like, no, it's not a thing at all. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like another planet. Okay. And also with us, we have Joe Quattrochi. Joe. For those guests who've just joined us, aloha and welcome aboard. Joe, I didn't say where you are because I always mess it up. So I figured I'd just. I'm still in beautiful central Florida. Um, yeah. So. God only here. knows where I would have said. That's <laughs> just right. start. That'll be my new thing. Listen, I don't really. I'm just going to assign you to a random place. If I could avoid Florida. heading back to the uh, to Virginia slash DC, I, I will do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, on that note, you know, I want to be inclusive. It's not just hello humans. It's hello non-humans, aliens, vampires, ghosts, anything like that. Uh, They're all hello humans. Well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <No>. Hello humans. <laughs> hello humans. Hello humans. <laughs> hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get into it, does anyone have anything they want to talk about off topic? No. no. I always check. I mean, you never know. I mean, what we were saying about uh, Halloween over here, I mean, in Scotland, we used to call it guising because you used to dress up with a disguise, you know, so it's, it's very much a sort of... That's a Scottish thing, and we used to, I don't know if you do it over there, but you used to go duking for apples, which is, you put apples in a, a sort of tub or a, a sort of bucket, and you used to put your hands behind your back and put your head into the bucket and try and grab an apple with your mouth, which <laughs> you could probably do about 20 times over and maybe not get it, <laughs> end up drowning and taking a chunk out of about three apples before you actually get one out. So. <laughs> That's it. We definitely call that bobbing for apples here, right. but I, I've never, like, actually experienced it personally. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a rite of passage if you want to drown yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, like, I mean, do people dress up? Like, if you dressed up and went to work, would everybody be like, what's wrong with you? Or they'd be like, haha, that's fun. No, no, we dress up. Uh, okay. well, we're going to a, sort of, it's a light show on uh, Halloween this year because obviously we can't really go out and and right. celebrate it the way we're doing it. It's a sort of light show that I've got in Glasgow and I've got a, a Jack Skellington outfit which I'm going to wear for that. So uh, yeah. it's very much a dress up sort of thing. Cool, very cool. Well, thanks for that special insight into Scottish Halloween. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. You don't even have to put out spooky foods. You can just put out haggis, and it's already spooky. Nothing spooky about haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you start describing what's in it. <laughs> I don't know. You could throw it on a plate, and it will <laughs> But anyway. All right. Should we get to our main topic? Yep. Our spooktacular main topic. I'm just going to say that as much as possible. Um, so, our main topic tonight, we're going to be discussing 
ideas, our top three ideas for Halloween overlays or spooky overlays for rides at, I almost said King's Island, at Disney World, at Disney World. So, um, let's see. I'm going to start with Joe. Great. <laughs> well, you've been <laughs> awfully quiet, so. Oh, I've just been listening. Listen, when there's a, a fantastic conversation about haggis going on, I'm not one to uh, <laughs> interject and, and interrupt about that. So. You've got to call on the quiet kid. Yeah, you know, just kind of. speak. <laughs> so is this, are you asking me for any ride or what, what, what you know, how, what, what are we, how are we narrowing this down? Okay, just, so we have. You know, you are familiar with Nightmare Before Christmas, a haunted mansion. What do they call mm-hmm. it? Haunted. What do What do you call that? I don't know. Like a way, well, anyway. <laughs> I'm not a so. big. I'm not. It's funny. Is I'm not a huge Halloween guy. I used to be when I was a kid, and I don't know. I think with all of the partying I did in high school and college, and all the crazy Halloween things I did, mm-hmm. I think I. I think I kind of like grew out of it too fast so i'm not a huge halloween guy but you gotta find it inside you it's I, I love the season though that's the thing i love the season i love it's funny as like i've just turned 40 this year right and it, i actually enjoy giving out candy to kids like i love when they come to the door and right trick-or-treat and i'm that neighbor that just gives them like a whole bunch of crap like you know what i'm saying I'm like, I'm like get in there and you know, get a big handful, you know, so I want to be the cool neighbor, but, you know, but that's cute. What about scary movies? Do you like scary stuff? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, believe it or not, one of my favorite scary movies is probably Scream. Oh, and I don't know if that's really even scary. Is. I mean, it's it goes back to my high school days. It's just a classic for me. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Friday 13th is always great, too. But Scream was probably my all time classic. But, uh, there but you it, go. See, the Halloween spirit is in there. It's it's in there. You know, like even for <laughs> even for example, we're having a big. Um, I live in a cul-de-sac down here in Florida, so like we're having like a big cul-de-sac Halloween party, and a lot of people are dressing up. I'm like, I don't want to dress up. I just want to grill. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, come on, Joe, you grill. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll dress up with something. So, but uh, no, I think I'm gonna dress up as um, as Kyle Troop. And uh, if it, nobody knows who Kyle Troop is, he is a PBA bowler on the professional bowlers tour. And he has this giant afro and he wears matching pants and a shirt when he bowls. And uh, my wife and I like to watch bowling sometimes on TV. And he's been on quite a lot lately. So she's like, you should go as Kyle Troop. I'm like, so I have this big like afro wing I'm going to wear. But it's an easy, like it. it's an easy thing. We've, we've been starting to bowl lately, too on Tuesday nights just because something fun. It's getting darker earlier, so it's harder to play golf. But anyhow, let's get into <laughs> the uh let's get into the overlays. I got a few ideas off the top of my head. I don't know how exciting they are. I'm trying to get creative. Um I know make me work. We're usually so talking about food. The first thing so we talk about an attraction, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would like to I would like to try to do something. The first thing that came to my head was is try to do something with the Grand Prix raceway. And what I'm saying is that, like, it'd be something if you could do something where, like, over the track, you could, like, set up some tents or something. And then, like, you're driving through, like, a dark, um, I don't know, like, not haunted hell, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so you're driving around the track, right? Well, set up these giant tents and maybe try to enclose them so, like, you're, I don't know if that would work or not, now that I'm thinking about it. Well, yeah. I mean, we can suspend our disbelief for <sighs> the sake of the... The idea. Because I, I, I was thinking of something like that with, or like, you know, maybe the horror of it is that everyone suffocates. <laughs> I that could be too, but you know, you could also set up like, you know, um, 
you know, gravestones along the track, or I don't know. I'm just trying to think, of, trying to think outside the box a little bit. Everybody always says the same things, like you know, oh, Space Mountain in the dark, or or Haunted Mansion this, or you know, I was, I was trying to think of something different, but I would well, try to do that, something. That's kind of a fun idea because, as opposed to like a ride, uh, like a Omni Mover ride where you have no control over your vehicle, you at least have like some feeling like you can control your vehicle, even though you can't really that much. So you'd probably be like trying to hit the gas, you know? You could totally have cast members like walking out on a track and like, as you're going seven miles an hour, like scaring the little kids and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could, I mean, you can get, you could try to have some fun with it. Turn out the lights on it. Obviously there's a lot of, you know, the, the lights that light up the race course, but you could try to do something like that, something different. Um, you could do some like low level thrill. Yeah. For some, 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 yeah. I mean, you could also, you know, put some like, you know, gravestones out there, some like purple and orange light fog. Exactly. Like you're driving through like a, you know, like a, like a old, you know, a, abandoned cool area. Couldn't really see the, the tracks. So yeah. You got a lot of fog. Which, I mean, you see, I mean, we're already brainstorming here, but I was kind of thinking something like that when you talk about overlays, I was like, you know, I don't know, something a little different. So I like that. That would be a good use of an otherwise extremely uncreative ride. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I don't think it would take that much effort either. You know, it wouldn't no, take. And a- I'm all about low effort overlays, like Jingle Cruise, great, or the like Living with the Land stuff they do for Christmas, great. So low effort is fine with me. I was on a record a long time ago of not be of, of being against overlays and. I've kind of changed my tune on it a little bit. Like I, I don't think every ride should have an overlay, but I think some have been really well done in the past. Like I was on record, like I didn't like Jingle Cruise. I thought it was stupid, and that actually went on. I was like, that oh, was kind of fun. Actually, it wasn't so bad. So I, <laughs> well, my, in this my day tune and age has changed. Too, when you can sit and see the same ride at home on YouTube or whatever, like you're so exposed to the same thing that just like a little bit of whimsical change Alrighty. is fun. So, yeah, I mean, so my, my attitude's changed. But, yeah, I, I was trying to maybe spruce up. Everybody knows I'm a big race car fan. So <laughs> I always think about the Grand Prix Raceway. I don't know. But I think you could do some cool stuff. I like your idea, Annie, with, with the, the fog and stuff. And yeah, I think sweet. I, it looked like you were really driving. All yeah. right. Well, that that's a solid start. I like it. All right. We're going to go to Steven now. What you got, Steven? Okay. Steven, my boy. The the three I've got are going to take well, quite just a start with what? Yeah, we got we to make, the, make the show a little bit longer, Steve. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not going like, to be I'm, easy I'm for them. Twenty minutes, that's it. Uh, it's definitely not going to be easy for them. But hey, this is what this is all about. Into blue sky and then putting the ideas in that they maybe couldn't do normally. Uh, I'm going to head over to to Epcot. We're going to go to Sorton. And we're going to jump on the the, the sort of hang glider, and this one is going to be a bit different to probably anything else that anybody else has actually seen. So you're going to turn into a, a rather than going through the world or through California as it used to be, you're going to go through like scary sort of stuff like graveyards and you know flying through Salem. And all these uh, different uh, spooky fog-ridden uh, places and ghost ships, and you're going to fly through there, and things are going to jump out at you, you know, and you're going to see bats and dra- 
Dracula and wolf men jumping out at you. You know, rather than just being a sort of leisurely ride that you do get in Sordon with a nice background music, when you come out of there, you're gonna be, your legs are going to be wobbling because you're not going to know what's actually happening and jumping out at you and just being scared. Uh, I just think that it's, it takes up to another level, you know, especially the fact that you can't actually go anywhere and you're strapped in. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know what Joe's saying about the, the sort of speedway, a bit, a bit like that as well, you know, with the car, you know, you, you're in that confine, you can't actually do anything, but when you're strapped in, this is looking at these things on a, what, 20 or 30 metre uh, screen, I said, I think that would just uh, scare the bejesus at you. <laughs> you're already kind of edgy from being up that high, at least I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's just a, you could actually, you know, you could slow it down, you know, so that they, they are coming to get you. And then and as you're going through, like the ghost ship and, you know, flying across that, you could speed it up so that you don't know when things are going to happen. You know, where other ones you can slow it down, where you can actually see the thing coming towards you. And because you, you can't get away, you're just there and you know you're going to get it in the neck. <laughs> You could uh, you could have the cast members like smacking people's feet with stuff, so it felt like bats <laughs> were hitting them in the feet. <laughs> It'd be like uh, like tough to be a bug stuff. Like yeah. you get you get stabbed in the back. <laughs> oh gosh, I love it, Spooky Soren. Yeah. Um. Well, on that note, I'm going to go with... I wrote down a whole slew of ideas. I wasn't quite sure which ones I wanted to go with. But since you, since you brought up Soren, um, I'd like to tell you my idea for Soren, a Halloween Soren overlay, which is um, Soren through hell. So Ooh, you just... Right. <laughs> Come on, it's great. You know, you're just flying through the, the fire and brimstone and lava. You could heat it up in there. You or just flying the, through 2020. You could have this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just and then straight into the ground. Be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have the smell of like, you know, burning souls and things like that. It would be controversial, but it would be cool. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna. As you say, you could have the flames licking at your feet, just as the same the way you were saying about the bats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, on that note, I'm going to add another one onto that. In addition to Soaring Through Hell, <laughs> I'm going to add uh, the Hall of Presidents is, is going to become the, the Hall of Dictators. It's just <laughs> going to be like Pol Pot and... Uh, see, I don't know. Depending on where you live, I think they might actually <laughs> have thought that. It might actually be that just now. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be like uh, they can just play like Old speeches and by famous dictators. It would be really. <laughs> it would be fun. That is very controversial. <laughs> yes, I'm. You know, I'm not going to shy away from controversy. No. So here we go. But yeah, I feel like both of those ideas kind of tie in together because you probably have some like dictators and soaring through hell. I would imagine as well <laughs> as as the hall of dictators but anyway so those are two fun lighthearted ideas i had so joe you're up next what have you got 
Yeah, I will completely disagree with you on the Hall of Dictators, but um, going forward <laughs> with that, um, I would How say can you disagree yeah. with that. I would suggest um, taking like Tom Sawyer's Island oh, and serial killers doing something where, you know, we kind of make it a, you know, it's one of those things you could do where it's not like I was a big fan of like Haunted Hayride and stuff growing up. And obviously you can't do that out in, um, out in, in the parks. But I think that like using some of the trails and some of the stuff there, like the, the pathways and the caves kind of doing like some spooky kind of like, you know, where it's really dark using the fog machines, uh, so on and so forth. So, I mean, if you could do something with, um, with Tom Sawyer's on like that, just make it really dark, really, you know, you don't know who's going to pop out or do whatever. I mean, I know it's not really a Disney thing where they like to scare people like that, but I think it'd be kind of cool to, to utilize that space. Oh, we're going uh, rogue. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> after ever sort of thing that you pay extra for. You know, rather than it being your family friendly sort of we, stuff, you know it's going to be like Halloween Horror Nights over at uh, Universal. It's true. It also can be whatever because it's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, I like that. There's a cave. Caves are scary. The water would be scary. Is Joe still here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure you're quiet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could tie in, like, uh, the whole waterway to get over there, really, because if you had fog on the water and stuff, you could have, like, uh, you know, the raft guide or something could tell a scary story about the island on the way over. Yeah, there's a lot of things you could do with, uh, you know, just it's a space that's not really used uh, often, um, you know. But now that I was kind of thinking about that, um, I don't know if they have this over at Fort Wilderness, but Fort Wilderness would be a great place to have like haunted hay rides. I don't know if they do that there or not. I have to look that up. They should. That is a good idea. But well, yeah, they, that, that I would. Mean, they could even do like a trick or treat style thing on, on Tom Sawyer Island, like legitimately in real life. I don't know why they don't do that. You could easily have some kind of scavenger hunt type situation. They probably just don't want to pay the cast members to be there. That's what it seems to be about these days. It's just about wow. cost cutting and everything else. So, but Yeah, true. It seems underutilized now that you have me thinking about all of the like fun seasonal type deals you could do out there just to have something to do. Hmm. All right, well, Stephen, what have you got for your next one? Yeah, I'm not going to go far for Sodom. I'm just going to head back down and go to Spaceship Earth. And the way Spaceship Earth is set up just now, it's sort of goes through a history of time. And this one would be a sort of history of the, the horror film. Going through right from, like, the mummy and Dracula and the wolfman back in your black and white days, right up to your... Uh, your current genre, you know, a pure scare the bejesus at you. And it sort of goes through each of the timelines, how things actually progressed. Uh, much the same as what it is just now, you know, in Spaceship Earth, but it will drag you through decade by decade of how scares have sort of escalated, you know, whereas just you did the monster from the Black Lagoon, you know, which was just sort of something coming out of the water to actually jump scaring you and coming out 
you could actually do it so that it's, it's an interactive stuff as well. You know, I, I did a thing in 1992. This is getting back a long, long way. Uh, when I was first went to Florida, there was a, a thing called Horror in Church Street, or Terror in Church Street it was, and it was down in downtown Orlando, where much the same as this, it was sort of scenes from movies that you walk through. There was maybe six of you walking through at a time and you put your hands on each other's shoulders. But the scenes were there, but you used to have like scare actors jumping out and trying to get you, you know, and they were nowhere near you. But obviously just the, the scare of it, you know, jumping out and, you know, rattling cages and, you know, you get things flying past you, like hanging from meat hooks and stuff and with, you know, folks jumping up, up out of beds like uh, The Exorcist and stuff like that. So you could actually have it interactive to the point where uh, you're, Freddy Krueger's and Jason's are are coming to get you as well, you know, as you're going through in a slow, slow moving Omni mover, <laughs> like like they've got in Spaceship Earth. They could leave some empty too, so uh, people could like ride along behind you for a period of time. That would be creepy too. <laughs> and just put their hand on your shoulder every so often. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just bang on it, something. Something to make you nervous. That's a good, it's too bad. It's like, that's such a great movie ride type of idea, but great movie ride isn't there. So mm -hmm. we're forced to use Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I like that. That would be cool. I, uh... All right, I'm going to go. Let's see. I think I'm going to go with my... Jungle Cruise idea because I know we're basically overlaying all of Magic Kingdom at this point, but it would be cool. I think I support that in a weird way. But anyway, Jungle Cruise, I think you could easily make scarier, like you could have some kind of storyline or like there's a criminal on the boat or something like that. Or you could, because um, I feel like you don't want to. Or maybe there could be, oh, that's what it could be. There could be like a, <laughs> a super, um, like a super predator tiger or something that's like stalking your boat the whole time until like the end, something, it falls in a hole. The Swiss Family Robinson saves you <laughs> with their tiger hole or something. I don't know. But uh, it just seems so easy to make it creepy with like all the animals and stuff. Like you, it seems like, you could make it more menacing with the right atmosphere. and But, I mean, obviously it wouldn't be actually scary. It would just be, like, fun scary for kids, not, like, my other ideas. But... As I was saying earlier on, you could put the fog <laughs> on the, the water as well, you know, and you make it, you know, really, really dark so you can't see a thing. And, you know, the, the, the captain uh, or the, the skipper... Is telling st ghost stories and you know sort of winding it up with the story of your your big oh, beast yeah. coming to get you. That'd be cool too. You could just make it. Yes, I love that. You could give and people obviously laugh. throwing it throwing in the jokes as well. <laughs> yeah, you know what you could do too is make it all dark and put like some different scary, spooky stuff along the way, but just give people in the boat flashlights so they have to try to like look around. Yeah, where there's blame as a claim, eh? <laughs> Why don't they do stuff like this? 
Pity sing. All right, Joe. You're up again. <laughs> um, I guess I'd probably go with possibly doing something with Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, again, it's a dark ride, so it'd be easy. There's not really a lot of scenery in that um, that attraction. I mean, you, know, you got like the donut thing you drive through and the, and the street signs, but you could probably modify that. You could throw a different soundtrack on the on the coaster, do some spooky stuff. You could have strobe lights. I mean, you already have strobe lights from the picture being taken inside the, the launch tunnel, but you could do more strobe lights in there. Hopefully nobody gets sick from that. Um, <laughs> you know, you could do have even like um, – What's, what's the one thing I'm thinking of? You know, uh, trying to think of the, oh, like, you know, like when you're in Haunted Mansion and you're on that one scene and like, you, the, it's like the cheesy ghosts that are kind of just like being projected on the screen, whatever. You could have those, put those inside of like the show building for uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, have like fake ghosts flying around and just, you know, even as like you're uh, going through some of the scenes have like possibly some kind of um, skeletons hanging from the seal, you know, from the thing, whatever, just. You could do some things without, you know, it doesn't come near the coaster, but you kind of see it and it kind of freaks you out. Turn the lights down a little bit more. So there's a lot of things you could do with that ride that you could probably uh, make a pretty cool Halloween overlay for. I think the base is already there. Um, I think just take a little bit of creativity to uh, to come up with something. But uh, yeah, I think that would be kind of fun. Uh, something not uh, wouldn't be too hard to accomplish, but I think uh, yeah, I think it's possible. Just paint it up with your neon paint and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, and just sort of when you come around the corner and you're flying at 60 mile an hour, that you see this skeleton all lit up, you know, like day glow sort of thing. It'd be cool. Well, you wouldn't have time to think much about it. So it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think it's literally, I think I timed that ride, it's like 48 seconds long. <laughs> so so it'd be, it would be quick, but yeah, 48 seconds. <laughs> As if yeah. you're not screaming enough anyway. <laughs> That would be cool. You could definitely, like, build a lot more suspense for the launch, too. That's, like, already such a high adrenaline moment that if you, like, like, spooked it up a bit, it would would really kick it up a notch. (sighs) I like it. All right, Steven, you're next. I know. I'm going to pull a chuck here, so I've got got two that I want to do. (laughs) You know, I'm definitely throwing three in, but you can do four. Uh, You've got plenty of time, so. <laughs> the first one I would probably do is, is over uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, this wouldn't be too much of a an overlay, but you've seen from the films, you know, right at the end of the first film, especially when uh, they realise that they're all sort of zombie pirates. So you sort of. You know, rather than just your normal pirates that are fighting away, you can actually see them turn into sort of zombies, you know, and sort of half-eaten and worm-infested. You know, so I, so I do an overlay like that so that all the pirates are like that rather than just being their grotesque pirates sort of the way they are just now, they actually turn into some sort of zombies. Uh, and I, I wouldn't... I don't think it would take that much of them to do something like that. Uh... The other one I was thinking of is Small World, where, I mean, I just said... I was waiting for that one. I thought, <laughs> earlier, I thought, surely someone will do Small World. Thank well, I think you. you've got to. I mean, it's, it's, it's freaky enough with the wee dolls anyway, never mind anything else. A lot of folk would be scared out their, out their wits going through there just with the wee dolls, never mind, <laughs> you know, wrapping it up with some sort of Halloween stuff. 
But I mean, you were saying earlier on, this is do you do Halloween in Scotland? Did, I think they do Halloween all over the world, you know. So on that basis, you know, they would each have their own sort of wee different takes on it, you know. So each country that you would go by, you would show different aspects of what they actually celebrate Halloween with, you know, like trick or treat in America, you know, you get the. I know it's not specifically that, but it's the idea of Day of the Dead, you know, with uh, Mexico. You know, over here you can, you know, <laughs> go bobbing or duking for apples, you know, stuff like that. It was just sort of wee sort of things that each different country would have that celebrates Halloween in their own specific way. Uh, and I just thought it would sort of bring sort of, sort of culture to uh, the ride that it's pretty cultural just now anyway, but it sort of gives you that sort of Halloween effect. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, that went much different route than I was thinking when I figured someone would do Small World, but <laughs> I still like it. <laughs> Scary Small World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, all you got to do is like start slowing it down <laughs> towards <laughs> the end or something, make their heads spin around. You wouldn't have to That's... do much at all. Yeah, so rather than being 20 minutes, you make it 40 minutes, that'll make it scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too scary. <laughs> that's, that's over the line. Yeah, I, um, you know, that's another thing I, that I'm, you know, would be cool is if they did more in World Showcase to do with uh, Halloween. I don't know what, I like, I don't, I don't know that places have much like you know it's obviously not to the extent of christmas but there must be some kind of like you know at, le- at the very least you could do like uh you know monsters of f- folklore from various places even if there's not like specific halloween folklore there like, everybody every country has its own monsters and things so they do that at christmas with the world showcase you know the different ones for father christmas and santa and stuff like that so you would have sort of folklore. I mean, obviously you get Krampus and stuff like that that's sort yeah. of kicking about. You know, there's different ones like that. So each one must have their own sort of specific sort of scary monster or scary story that they could tell throughout that time. Yeah, and you could easily do trick-or-treating for candy from, like, the specific countries as well. Come on, you Disney. Know, with, with a different type of candy for each pavilion as well. Yeah, like... You know, you get your maple candy from Canada. <laughs> Whatever else. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> your Macron, Macron from France. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Your, I don't know, I can't, can't think of any other region. And your weather's original from Germany. You know, I mean, you can go through it all. Japan. Japan has tons of weird candy. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Remaining ideas I had was um, was Kilimanjaro Safari. Again, like the other ones we've talked about, that would be easy to kind of creep it up. But my idea was um, sort of like the, the whole Little Red, trying to save Little Red sort of storyline. But it could be something, again, I, I still like that tiger idea for Jungle Cruise. If they can use it there too, like... One of the animals has escaped. <laughs> they would never do that. It would be so scary. <laughs> like you're trying to get away and you could just see like eyes flashing in the dark, stuff like that. And then your car breaks down. 
I don't know. Like that that could go with the whole haunted hayride kind of thing, only on the scarier side. Haunted safari ride where you you barely make it out alive. Similarly, I thought you could do the same kind of thing with dinosaur where like maybe you don't make it back in time. It's sort of like like Toad's Wild Ride where you don't make it back through the we're not gonna make it we're not gonna make it oh we didn't make it (laughs) that's the last thing you hear (laughs) oh god (laughs) that's that's about all i have um i'm trying to think um gosh there was something i was gonna bring up as far as like halloween stuff with disney but now i can't remember what it is Dang. Well, does anybody have any last thoughts about that topic before I bring up one last little Halloween thought? No. I think that's no. That. Halloween could be, I mean, it, it really could be bigger in Disney World. It really could, I, mean, I know they don't want to compete with Halloween Horror Nights. I know that Universal got that tied up. But, I mean, there's other places, you know, you get SeaWorld, you get Bush Gardens, you've got uh, Knott's Berry Farm. They all do things like that. So, to throw their hat in the mix, I know they do not so scary, but it really is not so scary. You know, it's not very scary at all. Well, they but, can really turn up their Halloween theming without having to go like full on adult scary, like any of you know <laughs> my ideas. But I mean, they could easily make main street look haunted i mean they could go as far as they really wanted to go i guess that wouldn't be like super on brand for main street whatever but um i don't know i think they could go harder i've done i've done not so scary before in fact i did not so scary uh on halloween night one year uh and i thought it was good but we were due to do it this year um we were actually due to fly back on Saturday, just there, but obviously I get cancelled because everything that's happened. But we are actually booked up for uh, not so scary this year, just to experience it again. Because it has been a, well, a good like twenty years since I've done it. Uh, but it is, it is good. But it is just a an excuse for getting candy and riding the rides <laughs> right. with low, low crowds. You know, it's not really a a Halloween-y sort of thing, apart from the, the Headless Horseman and the, the sort of parades. So, apart from that, I think they could actually do a lot more at Halloween for all four parts, not just the one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take much to just do some little special touches, like have the entertainers, if there are any left, <laughs> whenever it reopens, <laughs> have them play some, like, Spooky. I mean, maybe they do, and I just haven't noticed. But I mean, you could have them playing like you know, string quartet version of Monster Mash or whatever, and <laughs> something like that. Or like, why can't? I guess it's just. I feel like it's sort of the way we view Halloween. I feel like Halloween is more of like a social norm than ever before at this point. So like, maybe they'll be more open to to doing more things like knots or not scary farm or you know that kind of stuff even if they don't like i said even if they don't go full-on scary like you don't have to have scare zones to do more than they're doing they could certainly do more the halloween's pretty like popular and like 
I don't know. Are they scared of alienating? Uh, I don't know. I feel well, like they could go there. a hundred dollars to get in for an after hours event, and it's working. I mean, why change it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Although true. if they did do it at the other parks as well, I don't think it would detract from folk going to Magic Kingdom. I think folk would still go for not so scary, but I think they could actually do that and charge for other events at the same sort of time. Or even into, you know how it's every sort of second or third night that they maybe do it. They could intersperse it with the other parks and do it, you know, other nights at the other parks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if folk are going for out like for two weeks, like like I go for two weeks, and most folk from the UK go for two weeks. So if you weren't going to do one at uh, Kingdom, you could do one at Epcot or Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom would be good. You know, the expanse of that and the, how dark it is over there at night would be really good. For sure. I, I think they should do more. Well, as we know, Bob Iger listens to this podcast, so he will probably <laughs> decide to do more. But, uh, shoot, what was I going to say about Halloween stuff? Oh, yeah, I was just talking to someone the other day about how, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but, like, when Nightmare Before Christmas came out, like, there was no merchandise for it. It wasn't until like a few years later, like I want to say like five or six years later that it got popular at like Hot Topic and stuff. And then it started getting more popular everywhere. But like, I remember that I liked it when it came out. And I feel like Disney like wanted to be distanced from it to an extent at the time. And then now it's like, they overlay an original attraction with it. So I think Halloween has become more mainstream. So I really could see them expanding their Halloween palette not anytime soon but like sometime in the future I know they said that with Disney World that uh, they do, people are going there maybe once in a lifetime and they don't really want to change it up that much whereas Disneyland is more like a, a local park where right, people go yeah. all the time so that's why they uh, did the overlays over there uh, rather than at Disney World but you know they do it for they do it for the castle, you know. They do it for other things, you know. So if you go and there's an overlay, might get off more folk in, you know. If folk are going to go, they're going to go. And again, if if they think about if you go and there's an overlay on haunted mansion or jungle cruise or space mountain, it's something you can talk about. So oh, I remember the time I went there and. They, did this, this, they specialized it for my trip. They did this. this is, that was, a, it was a, only a limited time period for like three months. Oh, I went through that time. And it enhances your experience rather than detract. Oh, this is, yeah, I went to see Haunted Mansion, but it was Jack Skellington that was there rather than the ghosts. I don't think many folk would actually complain about that. I, I don't think as many would complain as would have you know, 10 or 15 years ago, at least. Yeah. But we'll see. As long as they don't do the the small world overlay, I would <laughs> raise hell if that happens. But anyway, uh, um, I wanted to bring up, too, I don't know if you guys have seen on Disney Plus now, they have, like, a Halloween tat. Like, when you go to the search, they have, like, a Halloween collection you can click on, or they okay. have... Um, they also have all the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors collection, like in a tab too, so you can just go to watch all the Treehouse of Horrors without having to like 
go through every season to find them, which is nice because who wants to go through everything? <laughs> I and, think that's the one you see. <laughs> obviously, everyone wants to watch Trios of Horror as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, well, does anyone have anything they want to add before we start wrapping it up? No, I just, I appreciate you reminding me to cancel my Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> oh, gosh. What? I was one of the free Verizon subscribers, and oh, we, okay. we actually, we never watch it. <laughs> so it's <Okay>. like. <laughs> That's, as long, I, I thought there was going to be more of like a rant to go with that. No, it's just, no, we, it's, it's underwhelming. I, I don't want to get stuck. But we just don't watch it. It's like, it, I don't know why we just, um. We've watched everything we've wanted to watch on it, and uh, I don't know. We just it's well, like, I, I mean, want... you can the always. The Mandalorian's on at the end of the month. I'm sorry. The Mandalorian's on at the end of the month, season two. Oh, I, I you know, Stevie, come on, you know how to watch that stuff. <laughs> you know, I, was... <laughs> I thought you were into Star Wars now. Nah, Stevie, I remember. I remember a couple of years ago. I I did binge watch. Yeah, four, four I remember that. And I and I enjoyed it. I en- I enjoyed it, and I understood it. And then it just got like really bad. Like I don't, I don't even watch the new stuff. It's terrible. Like I, if I never set foot in Galaxy's Edge, it wouldn't bother me. I like the blue milk. That's about it. But like, <laughs> it, 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 I get lost in Galaxy's. Nothing's labeled. I can't even find the restroom there. It's like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it does nothing for me. It, but I, I, I really enjoy four, five, and six. Those were great. There's such like an Andy Rooney style rants about Galaxy's Edge. It's terrible. It's it's. I have I have no interest in it at all. I'd rather hang out in the hotel lobby than go to Galaxy's (laughs) and people watch. So it's a really it's a shame though because it was really good and then they just ruined it. I'm one of those people that they ruined. I'm on the ruined bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? Like because I lost track of what was going on. It got too confusing, and then it just lost me. I, now, uh, if they I feel like I'm still processing it, even after all this time, to be quite honest. Now, <laughs> now wouldn't it be better if they would, and this is old news, and this is the last thing I'll say about this. Wouldn't it be better if they would have just made Galaxy's Edge or, like, the original trilogy? Yeah. That would that would have appealed to so many more people. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I agree with that. I so, can't argue against it anymore. But, but in all seriousness, though, like, with the Disney Plus stuff, it's... We we what we got through the um, the the Imagineering story, which was awesome. Uh, we did watch a bunch of like the older movies that were classics, whatever. But we just like, you know, I used to watch like you know all the like the old uh, Boy Meets World on stuff. Simpsons, okay, I have a lot of those on DVD. It's like eh, it's I don't know. Well, but you can always restart it. That's what I, I mean. I cancel Netflix and then get it for two months and then cancel it again. Like there's, there's nothing so many stopping any of us from doing. That. There's so many things though. Like I've been, I'm still trying to get through like so many other shows right now on like other, other platforms. But it's kind of funny. That's that what I I'm saying. Like, it's because if something good that you want to watch comes on it in like five months, then you can just start it up for another month and watch it. I will be very interesting to see how many people are like myself, where they were free. They got the free, freebie for the year, and then they bail on it. That's so, true. Well, well especially if you don't have kids, like, because. When you have kids, like there's no reason not to have it because Absolutely. you're just watching all those movies all the time anyway. My, so it's my like... niece and nephew live on Disney Plus. I'm sure it's the same way with your family, Andy. Like they're they're probably watching it constantly. Yes, you know, I had to like 
pull out my my big book of DVDs, like my then I keep them all in the other day, and I was paging through all the pages of Disney DVDs, like that I you know you like build up this collection. Now it's just on my TV, <laughs> like it's all for naught. I mean, it's not really obviously. It's nice to have a nice copy and the special features and whatnot, but. That's the only yeah. thing. It's like we have so many subscription services now. Like me and my wife were talking. We're just like, no, we gotta cancel somebody. It's like somebody's that we don't watch. We subscribe to so many now. It's like we're like paying more than we paid for cable originally. And we're just like, yeah, for sure. No, I skip around all the time. I highly encourage people to to skip around. And you can use a, a credit card gift card to sign up for stuff too. So it will just run out. It's yeah. not like the old days where they like go after you. They just email you like your card didn't work, so it's canceled. <laughs> and then you just move on with your life. But yeah, I I don't I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know it's it just it just triggered a conversation I had with Jen like a few days ago. <laughs> so as I'm sitting here, I'm just like oh. I remember my Disney Plus. So, and I kind of laughed too because you know when they talked about the restructuring of the company and they want to focus more on streaming now and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, we'll see what other kind of new, you know, if they, if they start putting some like really good new content out there, like some legitimate like non Star Wars slash non Marvel, like they're gonna put the new Pixar on there for free in yeah. December. Oh, oh, a Soul. Yeah. Okay. I end up doing if Black Widow next year. They're saying that as well. Is that a, you know. is that a, is that a sad one? Steve, I mean, is that a sad, I, I've seen the billboard Soul? in the studios. Yeah. I don't uh, know really what it's about. It's, I mean, it's, it's about like Pixar. Inside, right? I'd, I'd bet my, <laughs> I'd, bet <laughs> I'd bet on it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like Pixar and it's about like the concept of like, using your time on earth to do what your soul came here to do i think so <laughs> that sounds that sounds exhausting and deep i kind of just have rex and toy story it's like you know. <laughs> i definitely think it's gonna be exhausting and deep for sure that's how i feel about inside out i don't know how people just watch that movie no inside uh, out I, I completely agree with you inside out is like i remember my wife had never i don't know my brother and my sister had never had never seen that yet i think it was a little there is two my my niece and nephew were too young for that movie because obviously it has a deep meaning to it. And I thought it was actually a really good movie, but it was kind of sad at the same time. I'm like, it's that's not something you just would pop like, oh, inside out's on great. It's like <laughs> exactly. Like she'll buy a stuffed animal. It's like, dude, the green mile is on. It's like no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my God. <laughs> that's really something that you know. But uh so I don't know. I remember I saw the trailer for Inside Out when I was pregnant and I was like weeping at just the trailer alone being like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. There, just... there are, there, I'll tell you what, there would be one thing that would keep me from, from subscribing, from unsubscribing to Disney Plus. Somebody put this out and I, I've said this on a previous show, either on Resort Loop or here or on Disney, one of the shows I was on. If Disney Plus had some sort of thing where they had a link to like in park um tv so like you can get like the different in-house channels you can get like uh you can watch stacy you can watch a different like it's just all the stuff that you get like while you're in the parks they have a they have a specific like tab where it's all like disney park specials and stuff like throughout the years like the stuff you can kind of find on youtube right now i mean if you google it like i remember there was an episode with bob hope where they quote unquote opened walt disney world and he said the contemporary and all that stuff like stuff like that's awesome to watch if they had like a a bunch of that stuff on there, which there may be on there. I don't know. I haven't really looked for it, but that would be awesome. 
I don't think there is stuff like that on there. Like, 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 awesome. a, like a theme park section. Like, well, because the thing is, too, you can find stuff like that on YouTube, but it's usually like, like either fairly to very low quality. Yes, it's ripped. It's like it's like videotaped yeah. off the screen. Yeah, so. exactly. It's exactly. like videotaped off of VHS. <laughs> but yeah, so. But that 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 would kind of keep me because like I'm I, I'm more of like and like I said this is compul- and I'm sorry, Annie, we've kind of run like completely oh, no. here. But like, uh, just I'm like a Disney Parks guy. And like, I get more excited about Disney Park stuff than I do about like, you know, like yeah, about like you know, certain Disney movies or Star Wars, whatever. So, that would definitely keep me entertained. But, well, I, I again, I don't understand why they don't do that because it seems like it would be really simple for them to do that outside of like licensing issues. But surely they wouldn't have any licensing issues. Like, like music is usually the only issue for stuff like that. So like. A lot of things don't make sense lately with them, but <laughs> <laughs> I it just it would be so easy for like so low effort for them in the end, and like it would, but you know, half people signed up for three years anyway at, <laughs> at whatchamacallit, oh, at D23. So, but um, yeah, I mean, I definitely like my uh, my whatchamacallit, my Disney Plus, but. All right, that was my rant about Disney Plus. So. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you could get it out. I, I hope that you feel gooder now. Gooder. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything to add, Stephen, before I before I wrap this this no. thing up? No, I love my Disney Plus. We watched Meet the Robinsons on Saturday, uh, and it was great. <laughs> I do love that one. I, you know what? I don't think I've shown my kid that one. I probably should now that you mention it. Um. All right. Well, Stephen, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, well, you can get me on Twitter and on Instagram at SJM Disney. Perfect. What about you, Joe? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Joe Quat, and also at resortloop.com uh, DVC Roundtable. Beautiful. And you can find me on Instagram at DJ Phobe. That's DJ P H O B. Um, and you can find the Mickey Dudes on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Heck, you can even search on Facebook the mickey dudes podcast and we'll come up and you can you can listen to our podcast on spotify now by the way if you're into that kind of thing you totally can i have done it several times it's a lot of fun i encourage you to try it um yeah thanks for listening i hope that you enjoyed our halloween episode with bonus disney plus rant and (laughs) let us know what your uh your spooky scary ideas are that we uh we didn't think of and yeah have a spooktacular day you 
you've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.